0: Love is amazing, oh, but it's also bullshit,
1: and it might also get you murdered.
2: So, welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, the show that reminds you that sometime in the near future, you will be betrayed, and oh. it will be by the people you love the most. Always. Like John Paul Sartre said, hell is other people, there is no escape,
3: <laughs> this is not an exit
2: could ties with everything you love and spend the rest of your life on Reddit. Okay, so... Beautiful. Yeah, Sartre said that? <laughs> he said hells other people. The other stuff is what I said from my own personal experience on Reddit. I bet, I <laughs> I,
3: I bet Sartre would have a field day on Reddit.
2: Yeah, he, he would until like, you know... Like <laughs> until, like everyone would call him like a fucking asshole. And he's like, you know what? Forget about it. Hell, hell, hell is what you make it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> hell is the
2: Internet. Probably. That's what that saying would be if he was around today. Anyway, um, today we're going over the murders, plural, of Jesse Giles and Nancy Billiter. Uh, the show. That is our source material is diabol- diabolical. Diabolical! Season 3, episode 8. The tagline is, all murders are bad, but some are diabolical. Some are diabolical. And I just want to make a quick note. Out of all the shows we do, out of all the ID shows, that's the best tagline. Because <laughs> it's actually kind of true. You know, like like we used to do Fatal Vows, and the Fatal Vows was like, you know, marriage is bliss. But love is no but divorce is murder and you're like no it's the fucking opposite
1: <laughs> <laughs> murder.
2: this is a show about people that if they got divorced they would still be alive <laughs> right and not one person was like hey I just I couldn't help notice that the tagline for the show doesn't make any fucking sense like no one said that because
3: uh, that, no one was there did, to say it maybe
2: <laughs> they did say it and they were like eh, too much work
3: be like you're just the producer's son. What the fuck do you know? Yeah.
2: They, somebody probably did say it and they're like, Is this your passion? Is this what you want to do with your life? No, don't worry about it.
3: it you got to live in the moment and you yeah. got to live with passion and you got to be passionate about what you do.
2: I mean, no. No. <laughs> That's just, that, that just categorically not true. You don't have to be passionate. I mean, if you want to be happy then that would probably it's help. It's
0: preferable if you're passionate about what you do, yeah. but yeah. it doesn't
2: always work out that way. Anyway, let's just get right into
3: it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dive in on deep into the diabolical. Yeah,
2: it's just, yeah. Okay, so uh, this story takes place in Michigan.
3: Michigan. And, yeah, uh,
2: Pontiac in 1997. Pontiac was a town that was once a th- thriving economy, but now it's just a shit town because blank industry left.
3: Uh, the automotive industry 400 points for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did they make yeah. Pontiacs
2: there? I
3: Did John Who DeLorean knows? work
2: there? Probably. <laughs> I don't know.
3: I but... mean he did, you know, he took over Pontiac in like the late 60s. Okay. All
2: right. I'm Nick Fax. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nick Fax. I'm just yeah.
2: I I have no idea anything about that, so I'm going to straight up be like okay. <laughs> you won't get an argument from me because I can't because I don't know anything about that. So um, Pontiac is where 26-year-old Carol Carol Giles grew up here. Carol Giles. Uh, she worked as a nurse at St. Joseph Hospital. Nurse um, with the worse. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, she loved babies. She loved working at the neonatal program. You know, she was kind of like living her dream, I guess. No, probably not. Anyway, um, she seemed to be doing okay is what I meant to say.
3: Yeah, she was doing just fine, I think.
2: Now, when she was in the hospital, she met a 28-year-old man named Tim Collier. Collier. Collier, thank you very much, uh, who had just moved there from California, and he was young, he was charming, and he was good-looking. And, uh...
3: You know, if they if they really hit it off. Like, you know, it was a real will they or won't they type of thing for a long time.
2: I think it was always a will they. Or, mm-hmm.
3: or, or when, like, will they? Yeah, when
2: will I, they. When will they. I think it was more of a they will type situation. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess you could say it was like a very uh, whirlwind romance,
3: you know. Yeah, he really swept her off her feet.
2: Yeah. And apparently Tim was very aggressive, except this time it worked. You know, it's it's like any time now, it's like any time like you hear a story and it's like, yeah, he was hitting on me pretty aggressively. You're like, that's not going to pan out at all. That's never going to (laughs) happen. But there was a time where persistence actually paid off. Now it lands you in jail.
3: I mean, only one relationship in my past where I was persistent did that pan out into a relationship for like, you know, a year and a half, two years.
2: Yeah, Um, I've had bad experiences with Anytime, you know, I've, I tried even a little bit more after I got rejected, it always ended pretty terribly.
3: <laughs> See, I was never fully rejected, but, you know, anyway. I mean,
2: maybe it was just your perception. You probably were, and you didn't know what f- fully rejected meant at Well, the time. I mean,
3: like, making out with somebody, and then they're like, all right, you got to go home.
2: Yeah, that's fully rejected. That's 100%. You're, you're done. Yeah, you're distracted and you're out.
3: Yeah, but then, like, you know, you hit them up and you're like, hey, do you want to go to the show? And they're like, oh, yeah, totally.
2: I don't know. Anyway, I mean, that might have worked.
0: Maybe they just didn't want to take it all the way the first night or whatever.
2: That's possible. All right, female perspective here.
0: Yes, absolutely. There is a fine line here. Okay. Okay. Um, girls do want to be pursued. However... If they don't like you, take the fucking hint, and do not keep asking them, because that's annoying. Okay. But also don't put zero effort into it, because that's also annoying. You know, if you, if you like a guy, you want him to, like, like, um, you, you know, put in a little bit of effort.
3: Well, well, it's a tightrope. Well, it's a tightrope walk. It is a tightrope, and in this particular situation, um... You know, like we were hanging out a little bit. We made out a few times, and then she was like, "Hey, you know, like right now is not a good time for me." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's cool." And then flash forward, like a couple months later, we just like crashed into each other, like you know, at a bar or something, and we uh, reconnected, and then like it worked.
0: That's different than yeah. than I think what Erin's talking about here, which is I like, see. which is like if you ask someone out on a date and she says no, and then a couple days later you ask her out on a date again and she says no and then this thing keeps repeating that woman is gonna be pissed off yeah that woman is not gonna come around she's she's yeah. she's gonna be pissed off at you and think that you're a creep
2: yeah i remember like there was this one time and she kept on doing like these like little funny things like um one time she like went to the police and she like filed out this restraining <laughs> order. I mean, and I was like, "That is so Susan, so cute, so Susan." So su- <laughs> I was like, "You got me, you got me," you know. Um, Desperately
3: anyway. seeking Susan. Yeah,
2: right. So anyway, uh, but in this case, it worked. He, the guy with charming, and and he got in there. He penetrated the vault that is Carol. So, oh yeah. And,
3: emotionally and physically. <laughs> yes.
2: And uh, apparently she was into bad boys, which is like bad I, boys. if you're in the bad boys like in my mind you're fucking 14 years old because like who yeah. wants a bad boy? Well, I mean, uh, in Osa's into a bad boy. <laughs> no, no she is not. No. <laughs> I'm
3: such a bad boy.
2: The... Yeah, maybe yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> so, um and apparently uh you know, he can conv- uh he convinced uh, Carol that like they should be together, forever. Small problem. She was, I, legally I would say married. Yeah, yeah she was married.
0: married. <laughs> she, um, naughty, she, naughty Carol. Yeah,
3: naughty.
2: She she was married to a uh, a gentleman named uh, Jesse Gills Giles.
3: Giles and and this guy seems like a pretty good dude. Yeah, yeah no, it seems he seems like did. an awesome dude.
2: 41 years old. Um, apparently, you know, they met when Carol was going through some rough times and Jesse just kind of made everything better. The two of them had four kids. Two were from a previous marriage that Jesse was in, and the younger two was um, both Jesse and Carol's. So, big family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot at stake here
3: yeah and the kids loved jesse like you know they were like he was my papa he was my best friend they yeah.
0: spoke highly of carol yeah, too. They loved carol yeah too. so it seems like they were like a pretty happy family at least for a time
2: no i mean it was a straight up leave at the beaver land in there um man i was wouldn't that be a crazy porn parody no i never mind All right. <laughs>
3: Wait what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just i i just said leave it to Beaver and I was like, man, I can't believe the porn world never uh, tackled that one before.
3: You know, I'm sure they Mm -hmm. did, but I'm sure it did not. Yes, I'm sure it did not go over well.
0: Leave it to Beaver.
3: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, get
0: it, Beaver.
3: Leave it to beavers.
2: It means okay. We all know. (laughs) Okay. Do we?
0: Yeah, we, I, I,
3: we all I feel know what what a like beaver, beaver is. is an antiquated like uh, term for um, a woman's uh, you don't have reproductive... to say it
2: we all know vagina you could say it nick vagina yeah we say every other bad word <laughs> but when it comes to like vagina you're like i don't uh you know uh, the thing that they pee out of and and babies come out of
3: yeah, you the know? vagina. Sometimes wait we like to wait, 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 put wait, our wait.
2: penises in? Hold up. Did
0: you say girls pee out of their vaginas? I mean...
3: He did.
2: Yeah, I did. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it comes out in that area. True.
3: It okay.
0: does.
2: All right. Leave me alone. So, uh...
0: It's not their <laughs> vagina, though. But okay. the, the, I'm that area... Sorry. <laughs> I'm just making sure because I've met some dudes who didn't know that. They're like, girls don't
3: pee out of their vagina.
2: I was asleep during health class.
0: I mean, the <laughs>
3: vagina's like very close to it.
2: And my health teacher with the rest of the also probably high the whole time. <laughs> um, all right, you weren't whatever. high all
3: the time. You don't smoke weed. No,
2: not me, my teacher.
3: Oh, I see.
2: So, uh, Jesse was described as a good father, a good provider. He did have some medical issues, though. He was around 400-plus pounds.
3: Yeah, yeah. He was like 450 or something. Diabetes. Yeah. He was not in the best of shape.
2: No, he was not. And uh, basically what happened was one day he had a stroke, and he lost the feeling in the left side of his Mm. arm. And uh, at this point, Carol basically became her... Became his main caregiver, right? And she wasn't emotionally or mentally prepared for this role. And basically, it kind of shoved a wedge emotionally in between them. And probably physically. Always. The, in all aspects, there was a wedge.
0: Yes. A so big
2: fucking wedge.
0: I could see, I could see this situation being very stressful for everyone in the family. Mm-hmm. And for her in particular. And I could see how it would drive her to an affair i understand all that part but oh
3: you know are you saying that my 450 pound body and diabetes is scaring you away and that's why you're
2: fucking other dudes yes fair enough sorry
0: nick all right you heard Uh, it here nick
3: uh, i heard uh, it's fine yeah (laughs)
0: luckily for you you have a couple more hundred pounds to go at least
2: and you're into cuckold porn
3: I am. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I have this little hole in my closet that I just sit back there.
2: Little edit. I don't know what type of porn Nick is into. I said that as a joke. I don't know what cuckold porn is.
3: Oh, explain it to Osa. Happily. So,
2: (laughs) (laughs) have you ever heard the uh, description cuckold? i've heard it but i don't know what it means right so it's like a, when a woman cheats on a man the man she uh, cheats on is the cuckold cuckold porn is basically um the cuckold is watching yes yeah and crying
0: yeah. is he crying
2: and sometimes yeah sometimes he's crying <laughs> well,
0: oh my god fun. people are so weird
3: well and, and sometimes uh, he's crying sometimes he's masturbating like it all depends sometimes he's into it sometimes
0: yeah. he's crying and masturbating
3: oh that's a beautiful sight
2: it's like crying and eating it's just like it's kind of funny like <laughs> you're like what are you doing yeah, yeah sometimes they're crying eating and masturbating just, Ugh. yeah yeah like, like the director was thought he was so smart. It's like we're gonna cross fetish this shit. <laughs> Nobody's ever done this before.
0: Food and we fetish. fetishes. We're gonna cross boundaries. I'm
2: the of porn. <laughs> no one could <can> stop me. <laughs> Pornhub is my bitch. All right. You know, it's fun. It's fun to be a part of a, something where studio stuff means just smoking a lot of weed in yeah. the middle of a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not a
3: lot of weed.
2: <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Uh, it's not a lot of weed. Well, we just have to take your word for it because me and Osa know nothing about weed. You know, I don't even know what, what that means. So no let's not go there so uh essentially she f- she felt trapped and uh tim made her feel desired and that was something that was very much lacking in her life which i mean you know the thing about these cases it's like you don't you could emphasize em- empathize,
3: empathize
2: empathize uh with a person and still understand that their actions are wrong just because you empathize with them doesn't mean you condone what they're doing correct uh, yeah you yes. know i've
3: supersized with you <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: supersize with you you know it's, it's like yeah you, you got to take a leaf out of my book you know i was born at night but not yesterday so <laughs> uh carol also got married at a young age and i guess she felt like she didn't sober oats you know she wanted to run through some shit <laughs> oh my
3: god she wanted to go like fucking banana rama
2: yeah what nick said mm-hmm. um so anyway uh jesse obviously started to get suspicious Car- carol was going out a lot more um a lot of secret telephone conversations like can you imagine a very
3: clandestine type situation
2: yeah it's it's like you're you're with your girlfriend or wife and and they're calling someone and you're like hey what's going on it's like it's
1: secret you know
2: (laughs) you're like that doesn't sound healthy this is a work secret yeah that doesn't sound great for the future of our relationship
0: yeah yeah so she maybe could have been
2: a little bit more discreet you two ever have a someone cheat on you um, yes. I think so. I think you told that story.
3: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't need to tell it again, but yes. Yeah. I did.
2: What about you, Osa?
0: I think so. Yeah. My high school boyfriend um it seemed like he was cheating on me. He he mm-hmm. never admitted to it, but he was you know, very distant. Sure. Yeah and had some some questionable female friends. Yeah. So What yeah. do you
3: mean like why were they questionable?
0: Just like, they weren't just like regular girlfriends. You could tell that they like had a thing, you know. Mm. You just know. You and just did know. Did they
3: it,
2: when you were in their presence? Did they treat you coldly?
0: <laughs> you know, high school was a long time ago, Erin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, don't remember specifically. I just, I just knew.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah. I remember a. a a girlfriend's co-worker at a event one time and just like he kind of like totally sized me oh, up and, like no. right in front of her yeah he was like what's up i think my like, dick's oh, no. bigger than yours
3: you know and was... then you just like whipped it out and it like hit like you know like the tip of his shoe and that's and when he... i
2: started my cuckold fetish <laughs> no that's not what happened we left <laughs> and i just had a funny feeling never said anything we broke up like a year later so it doesn't matter but a year is a pretty long time you know that feeling though where you just know i just kept it inside like the best option for me was just to keep it inside and Mm -hmm. just never let it out and that's what i did (laughs) super super healthy it totally changed my life
0: great way to deal with it
2: you know i'm sure everyone would recommend that i'm i'm three percent irish i know i know what's up (laughs) When it comes when it comes to trauma.
3: What's the other ninety seven percent cuckold? Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you mean Canadian? Um. All right. Ew. Oh, that didn't make any sense. Let's keep going. So, uh, finally, I thought I was missing something, but apparently I, you, not. No, yeah, you weren't
3: missing anything. No, okay. I, I, it, it was a bad joke. I was
2: one hundred percent off the. Uh, Whatever you want depend? to call it. Yeah. Anyway. The depend? Depend. Depend. I was so, off the depend. So, uh, Carol was going out more. She was having secret telephone conversations.
3: Uh, Clandestine.
2: Jesse uh, ended up <laughs> confronting her, and Carol basically admitted to the affair, and Jesse gave her an ultimatum. You could leave, but if you leave, the children are staying stay here, or you could stay. So, so that's...
3: So he was given her Good an alta, uh, ultramatum? Ultimatum. Ultramatum.
2: I, I, I said that correctly. You're <laughs> gaslighting me, Nick. Stop <laughs> gaslighting me about like my pronunciation of words. I know that there's words I don't say correctly. I, I get that. Yeah, know? but you said this I'm self-aware. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, what? Auto, auto what? What did you say? You know, stop it. No. I was
3: doing a play on words.
2: I'm on to your games. I, I said
3: right. ultramatum
2: trying to fucking gaslight me over here
3: (laughs) (laughs) gaslight luna over here so uh
2: anyway uh so so basically carol was like i don't want to leave my kids so she decided to stay with tim um on september 28th 1997 uh carol called the west broomfield police uh, basically, she said that she returned home from shopping and that her husband wasn't breathing on the floor, uh, you know, dying. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. This is Big James, right? Yeah, Jesse. Jesse, sorry.
2: Yeah. Um, the dispatcher walked her through CPR, which is kind of weird because she's a nurse. She should know CPR. Yeah, yeah. It's like Clearly, one, she should yeah. know that shit. I think it's like one of the first things you probably learn. I mean...
3: i I mean i think i know cpr and i've never been taught it
2: you can get a cpr uh first aid certificate in like six hours online it's insane so yeah
3: it's like one two three and then like yeah i
2: don't know if you do the do you do the
0: there's something they don't do anymore the heart pumping
3: well that's because it breaks your rib cage no they
2: they do do that there's been it, it was for a while there's supposed to be five and two five pumps to rescue breaths. um i think what you're supposed to do is you're just supposed to continuously pump and if someone could do the rescue breath while you pump you do it simultaneously simultaneously okay I see. Uh, that the, makes sense the between your you got your breast cage no, breastplate. And in between your breastplate and your ribs, they're called false ribs. They're not exactly bone. And they're going to break no matter what. That's just going to happen yeah. if you do CPR. And I there's see.
0: something about singing the song, stayin
2: Alive. Dun, 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 <laughs> That's like the speed you're Staying Alive. Staying Alive. alive. Dun, 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 dun. My patient's going to die. <laughs> ah.
1: It's got a
3: therapy. The, uh, this is case in point why cocaine and quaaludes are illegal.
0: Because they need you.
3: Because they make you die in the discotheque.
0: I see. And staying
3: alive was a big song at that time.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Um
3: Yeah, Nick's right. <laughs> the other yeah, thing Thank if it... you, Aaron. Like, thank you for agreeing with I,
2: me. I I really wish I could could have just like run with that i just i couldn't i couldn't find the way to do that i'm sorry nick I get what you're going for but yeah (laughs) there's just a lot of misinformation there thoughts
0: in your head that we miss
2: it's fake news dude one um one more thing about cpr yeah um if somebody needs cpr uh if you're at a business or some sort of like establishment ask whoever there for an uh
3: a CPR kit, no, right?
2: Uh, a, a, A-I-D. Fuck. What is it called? A-I-D? A-D? Man, I can't believe it.
3: Well, not... I know at, like, bars and restaurants, A-E-D. they have, like, CPR kits. You know, that, like...
2: A-E-D. It's
3: A-E-D.
2: A, it basically, it's an electric shock to your heart.
3: Oh, it's like the paddles, right? Exactly, yeah. Nah, gotcha.
2: And, and they have these, like, big cartoons, because they're, like, the people... There might be... you know a time where like a big stupid idiot is gonna have to use this so so like the cartoon (laughs) is like you know step one you know open the box and and there's like a picture of a dude opening a box with like a big stupid grin on his face while someone else is like dying of a heart attack in front of him (laughs) it's funny all right anyway um so the dispatcher walked her through cpr but it was too late uh
3: auto electric defibrillator defibrillator yeah yeah
2: Um, there you go yeah when uh ems got there uh he was basically cold to the touch and had been dead for a while in the show um the uh woman who plays jesse this was reenacted uh she goes uh is he breathing and the ems guy just looks up and goes no And that was like it. That was
1: the end of the scene. <laughs> the end of the scene. Yes. <laughs> so
2: like, what are you? What are you, a dummy? <laughs> this is clearly a corpse. <laughs> I was like, well, I was Jesse like, is dead. What it honesty? Is.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um.
3: Jesse seemed like a good dude.
2: He was a good dude. Um, and I'll tell you one thing about this episode: the reenactment actors did, did a pretty damn good job. I mean, there, there was nothing about their performances that like. Like you know, a lot of times you like you want the reenactors to just run with the performance because then it starts like being like watching the room. You're like, what else will they say? (laughs) You know, but uh, they were really good, which is great for the show. Not so great if you have a snarky podcast to do. Um, anyway. Yeah,
3: a lot of this was a little sad, to be honest.
2: All of it was sad. All of it was an incredible tragedy. So sad, yeah. (laughs) So, um jesse's death was me- immediately ruled uh as natural causes which made complete sense the guy was diabetic the guy was over 450 pounds and the guy had heart conditions plural
3: yeah so conditions. it's not good
2: so nobody was like why did he die
3: yeah everyone's like-,
2: like his health was bad so
0: this yeah. makes sense
3: they're- yeah they're like wow you made it this far
2: in the, real, in the real life case, um, apparently the EMS guys walked into the living room, and they go, finally. Really? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So, uh, Jesse's daughter, Tamika, knew that her dad had serious medical issues, but there was something inside of her that just said, this was a natural. Something happened.
3: Something right? must have happened here. Someone
2: did something. But the police didn't believe her which how old was he when he died 40s 40s? Uh, 40 ish yeah in his 40s okay well
0: that is pretty young to die even if you have bad health like 40 is very young
3: i mean mean, it depends how bad the health is i mean i guess yeah and also like which like you know century you're living in
0: well yeah i i meant <laughs> this was like 1997 or something yeah, so it's like
2: all of a sudden nick is playing jeopardy you know it's like i'll take the 15th century for 600 <laughs> alex uh no no we, i get what Be you're like saying. merlin
3: yeah. was 25 no <laughs>
2: i don't know Sorry. um but uh yeah she she basically something in her gut was like this wasn't natural someone did something police didn't believe her um Now we're in September of nine ninety seven, and Jesse died. And Carol is basically telling her friends and family. One of the friends that she told was a woman named uh, Nancy Billeter. Who had been friends with uh, Carol and Jesse. So she was a mutual friend of them both. Mm -hmm. Now Nancy, incredibly sweet woman. um, You know, she was basically wanted wanted a career helping people. She, so she was uh, getting her degree as a nurse. In the meantime, she was working as a server at a restaurant called the South Boulevard Station, uh, mm-hmm. basically to make ends meet.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, hardworking, sweet, very kind. And you know, if, if, if I'm saying this about someone, it's not gonna end well. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh basically the way carol and nancy met was at the restaurant um they bonded over mystery novels because carol was a avid reader and
3: uh, and they both like reading basic ass books
2: i mean they didn't say that they said mystery novels there's a a ton of mystery novels that are you know very very good quality literature well you I mean, what,
1: <laughs>
2: there's there's nothing, there's, there was nothing in this show or in this outline that would suggest that they were reading some, like, bullshit, you know, um, airport Fabio.
3: Romance <laughs> novel, yeah, mystery Yeah, romance, shit. erotic,
2: you know. And then he takes out his, you know, hard member, the veiny, frobbing <laughs> member, and with his long blonde hair... He, you know, shakes his head.
3: His hair's so long it that it goes all in. the way down to the top yeah. of my yeah. pubis.
2: Yeah. All of a sudden all of a sudden Susan didn't know what was coming over her. She never felt this before. There was a dampness. She didn't know how to describe it as Feels- he entered her you know that's probably not what they were reading i,
3: feel I don't like know that's both just what you, i assume that they were reading I, I feel like
0: that. both of you have read some romance novels in your day that was pretty good
2: guys
3: <laughs> wait i
2: i seriously have not but i i've
0: I seen it
3: en- but yeah. i've
2: seen enough like you know
3: like covers just, of the books to know what's going on
2: yeah sure sure i uh-huh. yeah I, I mean i've dabbled in erotic literature
3: <laughs> yeah uh, you know it, it's more fan fiction than anything
2: <laughs> not for me i used to jerk off but you know <laughs> i don't know what nick's talking about but you know keep in mind this was like 1990s not, not, yeah it was like i was like 12 13 you know
0: nick reads like um like uh twilight jonas brothers crossover fan fiction
2: well, that's why he knows, you know, yeah. what erotic literature sounds like. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was crazy. Like, like you take those summer reading lists you had in eighth grade. There was one book where it was, and in, in, in this was on the list. This was something an adult gave me to read. And it was, there was like a couple incredibly graphic sex scenes that were awesome. I was having so <laughs> much like, yes. fun. Yeah, you know, and, and her, you know, powdered white silky perk. Perky breasts Heaved up and down As he You know And it's about like a, a You know And, and then you like You read it later And like you Find out you're reading About like a 14 year old And you're like Fuck You and know like, <laughs> Yeah It was it was very weird But it just happened I don't know It was the 90s 90s were a different world it, yeah, yeah I mean it is weird you know? To think about stuff
0: like that Like I think about Like when I was a kid my one of my favorite movies was the little mermaid and she's fucking 16 yeah they marry her off at the end of the movie yeah
3: yeah i mean like ocean rules are different than like land rules
0: yeah but she goes to land
3: (laughs) (laughs) her best friend was a crab yeah oh so like a racially insensitive crab yeah yeah
2: oh so like so like let me get to straight nick uh you're in favor of underage sex is that what you're saying no i think that's what you're saying i think no. that's what your opinion is that's your opinion that's no. nick luna's opinion no that 16 no. year olds are cool i'm just kidding
3: I, it's uh, depending on the age of consent only if they the i'm not, i'm
2: just kidding that's not nick's opinion i'm it's just busting it. his balls because i can
3: and there's no agent of consent in the ocean
2: <laughs> you, you you like because you, you, you walk out of a ditch just to step back into it you know you, you walk out of shit just to step right back into it with the, with the words that you decide to say i would like <laughs> to
0: i would like to just clarify nick's statement here and say that there is no no age of consent in the ocean because <laughs> there aren't mermaids yeah.
2: <laughs> I think what Nick's saying is that if you're if you're into underage girls, take them to the ocean. Get a boat. <laughs> Drown them. Go, go to the middle. Yeah, that's what you're saying, Nick, isn't it? <laughs> that's what you're saying? You're saying if, if you have a thing for underage girls, get a boat, take them out there. That's what you're saying, right? Good job, Nick.
3: None of these facts are uh, supported by Nicholas Luna or any <laughs> Nicholas Luna-related entities. All right. None yeah. of these
2: facts are Nick facts.
0: Yeah
3: none of these facts are nick facts
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right so um anyway you know they meet they bond over uh mystery novels they also bond over the profession of being a nurse and uh, nursing people and helping them and um after jesse died carol turned to nancy for help and because nancy was such a sweet amazing person she moved in with carol to help her and the kids naturally so i mean you know they they don't make them like nancy anymore (laughs) after nancy moved in uh carol started getting very weird uh started to change uh you know the kids saw less of her kids saw less of her um i mean i don't know they really don't go into what made her weird but, yeah uh, they just ended it weird which is fine which i mean weird totally weird.
0: understandable she just lost yeah her she husband, lost her husband so that's her definitely boo. yeah i i yeah i everybody would be weird right
2: you know also like weird is such like a subjective thing like mm-hmm. have you ever like described to a person like this is weird and then you describe that thing and they're like that's completely normal you know that that's not weird at all and then you like think about it objectively in your head and you're like oh what God, is yeah. weird what is weird yeah it, i just think that's weird because like my brain is weird
3: yeah you know it makes me think about like if i were to uh, describe my bedroom to somebody who had not seen it i'm like so imagine like a dorm room but you're like in grad school with like a bunch of weird paintings but you're not really working on anything and it's very <laughs> dog centric and there's, like, clothes everywhere. That is
2: actually amazing description. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're an art history major with a minor in contemporary jazz.
3: And neither of those are true, but no. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but I could tell you all about, like, uh, art history. Caravaggio? You want no. to talk about that? No, no of course no.
2: not. <laughs> and, and I'm getting a certification in podcasting slash using the internet
3: uh okay so from my local library yeah so
2: (laughs) um you know now we're in october of 1997 this is three weeks just three weeks after jesse's passing and carol announces to everyone that tim is going to move in
1: Uh uh-oh now
2: sketch super sketch
0: now at first (laughs) okay to be acting weird weird to have a guy move in that quickly 100 percent
3: um and like, you know, like from like, you know, the photos of like uh Tim and stuff. You know, like, you know, he's like like a bigger like very buff black dude. He mm-hmm. kind of looks like DMX to me.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Would you guys agree?
2: Uh
0: Sure.
3: Sure,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um So anyway, uh you know, this guy moves in three weeks after you know the kid's dad's dad dies and you know at first she's like uh he's gonna sleep on the couch that is not where he slept (laughs) that is not where he slept what do you think he slept
3: um not on the couch Eric.
2: if the answer is inside her on the floor correct oh (laughs) uh no well they
3: may have slept on the floor at points
2: Maybe. Maybe,
0: possibly. Seems yeah, uncomfortable. But like but... it would
3: have been them together engaged yeah. in an act of coitus. They
2: slept
0: on top no. of
2: each other. <laughs> why do you always coitus. do this to me stop what you don't like the word coitus no i really? hate it when
0: you guys say coitus I hate it when you guys say cum
2: gutters that's all nip ne- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and you know what like i understand cum gutters i don't like it either but coitus the coitus what's wrong with coitus that's
3: like the most proper way to refer to it it's sex. so yeah.
2: cringy
0: guys just say they had sex
2: Horse shit I like coitus, and I'm not going to stop using it. I don't I care what you say. I love
3: engaging in coitus.
2: Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's better than fornication. That's fornication's bad too. Yeah, but, but okay, but okay, coitus, fornication—that's not okay. Excuse but like, me, but like ma'am. Fucking is that
0: all right. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you like to engage in coitus with me?
2: Man, I <laughs> think that's—I pr- think that's a proper gentleman. Hell I think no. so too Get a proper lady uh, To properly go to bed Yeah
3: Yeah Through and through Like he's gonna open up His carriage They're gonna go off And go back to his like Villa
2: We're talking and... about 1800s Victorian England Right
3: now Okay fucking well maybe Cordis that all was All over the fucking place yeah. Maybe that was fine He got coitus All over his cum cutters
2: That is motherfucking Daniel Day-Lewis And what's that movie End of is The uh, uh, the Affair to End All Day
0: Oh uh,
3: whatever uh, 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 Yeah I know what you're talking about Yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: There's one other one that I hate but I can't think of it right now. It's one thing you guys oh. always say. Forget what it is though. I'll meet you halfway. Cum- I don't
2: like cum gutters either. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. But Co- coitus is but coitus is so much
0: fun.
3: It's yeah, like it's a fun word to say. Yeah. I couldn't even spell it. Yeah. It's like
0: you know how people hate the word moist?
3: only Not ladies me. like i like
0: moist
1: like moist. i like moist too
3: it really you know describes like, something moist it's i don't say. i don't mind that one word.
0: either but that's what coitus does to me it's like it's like the, don't the, mind the moist, moist like, of like describing sex all right well well
3: t- sex is quite moist you know <laughs> agree to disagree
2: on that one but we we share common ground with cum cutter okay, okay. great so uh tim eventually um so now tim's living in the house And he just, you know, he gets like super, he he just becomes very much at home, which is very weird because, uh, you know, nobody knows who this guy is. And all of a sudden he's wearing Jesse's jewelry, uh, driving his truck, just basically taking over this guy's life who died not even a month ago.
3: Yeah, and, like, instead of using the washing machine, he, like, cleans his underwear in the, like, bathtub and, like, just leaves them to soak. They didn't say that.
2: (laughs) Stop making up facts, Nick. This is a very important fact-based podcast. Yeah. This is something I put my name behind, and I will not. I will not put on it. I would not. We will not stand behind your lies. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Fake news, man. Fake news. Fair enough. You know, just... You know, dilly dally around with the truth. That's not how it works.
3: That's it, sometimes it works now. Sometimes it works then.
2: Yeah, I'm just kidding. Make up as much facts as you want. They're fun. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, we know very little about this case.
2: I don't know. We, we well, know I mean, enough. you
3: know a lot more than I do.
2: All right, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so all of a sudden Tim is like wearing this guy's clothes, jewelry, driving his truck. Nancy and the kids are very. Off put about this,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and you know at this point, Tim and Nancy are really not getting along. Nope. Um, you know, it and it, it just the things Tim was doing was not rubbing her the right way. Pun not intended. <laughs> Alright. Um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things have you ever started saying something and like in the middle of saying it
1: you're
2: like, We've all up. been there.
3: Yeah. yeah, no, that happens to me about every other thing I say.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: so like I said, Tim was very arrogant. Um and Tim, along with being a general, you know womanizer and just bad guy he was also um, a very jealous man and he actually became extremely jealous over carol's friendship with nancy and at one point thought that carol and nancy were having an affair now in his mind the only way to resolve this was that thunder hi- him carol and nancy needed to have a threesome Valid. I mean that is
3: crazy. That's <laughs> some balls right <laughs> that there. That is nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't Being understand. Like, you know how to fix this relationship? I don't threesome. understand.
0: I don't understand that thought process. How did he get from my girl is cheating on me with another girl to let's fix this by having a
2: threesome? I mean, you know, No one's what? gonna get jealous. He, he he's <laughs> he is so his mindset is so much different that yours that you are closer in terms of like mentality with like a you know like a i don't know gorilla than this guy like this this guy was like nuts he was out there (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah sure i'm a gorilla got it (laughs) oh no i just did a neck i guess
3: yeah (laughs) you did (laughs) yeah
2: all right i'm rubbing off on you Yeah, uh, whatever. what What I meant to me, what what I meant to say is like, of course you don't get it. You'll never get it. You'll you'll <laughs> never understand gotcha. anything about this dude. Um, with that being said, you know, like in my mind, there was like, what if like that was that that's like just how you tried to solve problems. Like, you you're, you're you you just like have like, sex with them. You go to like a party with your significant other, and it's like a work party, and like. You, you don't like his boss. And then you're like, I think we should all fuck.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you show up to this party yeah. and everyone's wearing these like weird, like Victorian kind of like masquerade masks. And there's like passwords. And then and all
2: of a sudden you're in eyes wide shut. Yep. Yeah. I get you. Yep, yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's where I was going with that. And yeah. you say, I don't walk, you know, watch Kubrick.
2: No. Well, you said, no, not watch. You just don't like the good
3: Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. That, you yeah, like I is Barry what it's, Lyndon. It's, yeah, I do like Barry London. Yeah, but
2: that, you said that's all you like.
3: I didn't say that. All right,
2: maybe you didn't. I don't know. <laughs> we're not. We're not having this again. We're not doing it. <laughs> you know, what? What is this Groundhog's Day? I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to live this day again.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it's just, just like you know, like you ever like have a disagreement with someone, and you're like, you know, what, we'll solve this if we just like have sex if we have sex let's get naked right now yeah you know it's like i don't like you know i don't like the fact that you disrespected me you know and and my family uh when you said i was like you know a piece of shit white trash take your pants off you and (laughs) me and my girlfriend we're all gonna fuck
3: or else i challenge you to a duel and we're
2: yeah (laughs) one or the other this has to happen because otherwise there's no way i could live with myself because there's a thing called honor (laughs) what is what a stupid thing to die for (laughs) you know like like back in like the early days when people were like you know someone said like your wife is pretty and and all of a sudden you're like in a duel to the death because like (laughs) some dude was like complimented your wife and you're like right before the bullet goes through your throat, I hope you're like, that was stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Honor doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm dying for nothing.
3: And then like 200 years later, it's like sold out on Broadway, and it's like
2: Alexander Hamilton. Oh, well, it's a great story. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very entertaining. I'm, You know, in, in a lot of ways, I'm all glad it happened. I'm just saying, if I was that person, I would be like, yeah. this was super dumb. Yeah. What did it matter? I could have walked away and nothing would have been different. Okay. Anyway, say, um,
1: say.
2: <laughs> Tim was very arrogant. Uh, thought everybody, you know, he thought everybody wanted him, which is weird. Um, so yeah, he became uh, jealous of uh, Carol's friendship with Nancy. Thought they should have a threesome. Uh, you know, made made sense to him, I guess. Um, Nancy was like, no.
3: <laughs> no nah. no no nah. you're joking She's right like, eh, i'm good
2: <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna put that i'm gonna file that under fucking insane and <laughs> just leave <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> hard um, pass yeah
2: and uh tim being the psycho that he is uh got furious and uh yeah she basically at that point nancy was in a very tough situation because she did she wanted to leave because tim is crazy but she didn't want to leave the kids Mm -hmm. because she was a very caring person so um just a bad situation to be in especially if you have morals like nancy i I would have been like see you later kids (laughs) you know watch out for that guy (laughs) all
3: right so so tim's your new daddy now figure it out
2: just do what he says (laughs) you know i'll pay for therapy that's that will be my contribution (laughs) um so november 1997 uh tim took carol to meet his family in california um while they were gone uh nancy called them and basically told told them that someone had broke in and stole the vcr
0: oh no no someone stole the the
2: vcr yeah and uh, Tim, being a psycho, immediately was like, Oh, you stole the VCR, Nancy. I know you. I know your tricks. She's like, No, no, I don't even use it.
3: <laughs> you know, you like, VCR stealing harlot? Yeah,
2: yeah you, you can't fool me. I'm not trying to fool you. The VCR is gone. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, on November 12th, Tim and Carol returned home early from their trip to California uh nancy over the vcr yeah over vcr you gotta remember though it's 97 i mean vcr was like owning a yeah
1: uh, N- something in next room yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i mean i
0: understand Plasma. that vcrs were expensive back in the day you they know weren't that
3: expensive they in 97 co- though they
0: probably cost a few hundred dollars like
2: 120 maybe all right well whatever
0: it's like
3: a dvd player or a blu-ray player nowadays and those are like 40 bucks these days
2: yeah once again we're never going to understand any of these moves because it's tim
3: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and and i mean and no one fucks with tim's vcr yeah it's like trying to understand like the actions of like a ted bundy you're like why would you Abduct a girl, you know, just to beat her to death. You know, it's like trying to like rationalize that in your head, and you're like, "Oh, wait a second, I'm not fucking crazy."
1: <laughs>
2: so I, I'm never gonna figure that out, you know. So on November twelfth, Tim and Carol returned home early from the trip. Uh, Nancy was bringing the kids home from school, and she didn't know that they were coming home early, so she was surprised to see Tim and Carol. Um, Carol basically said that she had to go to work. Nancy offered to drive and that was the last time anyone saw Nancy alive. Oh shit. Dun, 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 dun. So Ready for the fun part?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Lay it laid the fun on me.
2: Yeah. Uh turned out she was fine. They all lived happily ever after uh, to this As day. a throuble They, they
3: uh, the, uh, shout out to our sponsors uh uh Casper mattresses. Casper mattresses. Sleep like the dead. Sleep like the dead, yeah, uh, but, fresh direct. Make yeah. sure that your bodies get there fresh directly. Yeah.
2: Sleep like an ex lover who just got it head bashed in by a Cas- dude
0: named Tim. Yeah. Casper mattresses. Casper Large Mas- enough for three people.
3: Yeah. Hey, they can yeah. roll up into a box. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can. That's, yeah. that, that's how they write.
0: Lots of mattresses can, okay, Casper? Yeah. They're not original.
3: How big is it? I think they were the first one that did that, though.
0: Were did they? what
3: like where they would send you this like box that was like half the size of a refrigerator and then you open it and the whole thing like expands into like a king size bed
2: i never heard of that before
3: but hey, nor had i prior to getting a casper mattress did yeah. you have a
2: casper mattress did you use I like no a podcast do. code huh did you use a podcast code to get it like no i percent off no i bought it as a Go gift to uh, for did...
3: my then uh partner
2: i mean who's ever doing who's ever selling the casper mattresses mattresses doing an amazing job like every single podcast i listen to is well like casper
0: there's so mattress. many the thing is there's so many different mattresses now that are like mm-hmm. that there's so many yeah but
3: casper was the original there's it was casper
0: the there's purple there's i think there's one called luna um
3: oh that's just where they sleep on me <laughs>
0: oh hey did you
2: yeah. um did you see the uh, Dr. Death show? No. Is there a new one? Uh, well, there is a season two, but they came out with a TV show as well. Oh. It, the... About the first episode. Yeah. first season. Okay, I did see that. I it was like on Lifetime, right? It's on Peacock,
0: and it's fucking Awesome. Uh, is it a new one because they did one like a long time ago no it's and it's, it was really about, bad it's about
2: the first oh yeah um dirty john was bad that wasn't good that's
0: what you're talking about dirty john yes okay yeah oh, that uh, one i saw the, the one whatever you're talking about i haven't seen
2: yeah no um dr death is on peacock and oh. it's awesome Kristen slater's in it nice alec baldwin i want to oh, watch that and joshua jackson oh. plays christopher dunce and he's fucking
3: great nice is it all in blackface
2: no No. (laughs) where did that come from
3: why
1: would it be
0: in blackface the guy that they're talking about is not black the only only
2: person black in it is a victim who dies
3: oh sorry
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway whatever uh that's just for our sponsor peacock
3: yeah peacock yeah we promise nothing it will be in blackface yeah
2: (laughs) type in type in peacock Peacock peacock.com love is amazing 50 off.com all
3: right so (laughs) blackface is wrong promotion code (laughs) sorry i will cut all that shit out
2: actually please leave it in just, right, <laughs> right, right. just want to, uh, you know leave it in and then i like want to watch someone listen to it and, then and just, just be like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh, all right anyway um back to the horrific murder so on the uh, november 14th 1997 in uh, flint michigan a fisherman called the police he found a body on an access road to a river there's actually a river in Michigan called Flint River, mm-hmm. which, um, I don't know. I just didn't know that was a thing.
3: Yeah, me neither, actually. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, if there's a Flint town, why won't there be a Flint River? Right. You know? So and, you-
3: and they probably named it that way because they found Flint there.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, flint isn't just shit you find in your belly button. It used to be like a, a <laughs> thing that, you know, you could, you could make fire out of. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So.
0: Um, I found some flint in my belly button. Yeah.
3: Let me get my, my flint stone out
2: yeah it was like flint it's like a it's like a metal you like and it yeah,
3: has sparks
2: like... and if like the wood is dry enough it like we catches know what fire.
0: flint is all right i'm just saying
2: <laughs> do you know
0: what flint isn't
3: <laughs> do
0: mean... you know that flint and lint are separate words oh right lint is
3: dust <laughs>
1: oh right Oh. i
3: mean it's all good but like it, it was a nice run we had
0: uh, <laughs> god damn it wow that was awesome yeah
2: okay anyway um, I thought you're just making a joke i wasn't i i 100 <laughs> percent thought that you, you find flint in your belly button <laughs>
3: <laughs> which by the way would like save humanity
2: yeah
0: if you could just start fires from your belly button yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I the great thing about you know um, Nick is that now I don't have to be ashamed of anything anymore <laughs> after uh, after some of his rants. Like I'm, true, I'm okay. True. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, so um, he said, "All right, let's see here. So, uh, right. So a fisherman found a body." On November 14th, 1997, um, the fisherman said that he knew it was a person because he saw a foot sticking out of a blanket. Mm. Uh, The police arrived. They determined that uh, the body was a white female and she had been wrapped in a floral print comforter. And uh, she was severely beaten uh, around the face. And there was several circular marks on her body Oof. there was a gun found but she didn't have any gunshot wounds so that's i mean that's i mean there's something about that specific detail that makes this one step more horrendous right yeah Yeah, it makes it yeah, more
0: it, chilling somehow. Exactly. It it, it
2: it it gives it like a all right. It was always I mean, it was always fucked up, but now this is like you know, what goes on in Nick's head fucked up. <laughs>
1: you know, like it's one step
0: above. Aww.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. So uh, it's all good. <laughs> there was also a smell of gasoline. Someone had tried to burn the body but failed. That's pretty also horrific. Also horrific. Terrifying. And uh, also kind of like a sort of a trope when it comes to um, like bad executed murders. Like we've yeah. we've had a couple of those mm-hmm. in here. Uh, Sean Jackson in Florida. Oh, yeah. S- same thing. Um, they try to like people don't understand that you can't like light a match and then like put it on a body and like that's how it burns to death it's like it's more than that it takes a little bit more than that yeah yeah
0: like you need to wrap the body in something flammable
3: yeah and then put gasoline
0: on that or dissolve it in
3: acid you know what i would do is i would
2: i would find like a person that has access to a crematorium that's how you do it
3: oh yeah yeah 100 percent. oh absolutely yeah yeah that's why that show ozark has been as on tv as long as it has
2: it's only been like two... Three, three seasons. seasons.
3: Yeah, that's buy, not buy, that yeah. long. Yeah, spoiler alert, they buy a crematorium. <laughs>
2: All right, but it's only three seasons, Nick. That's yeah, Well, it's coming back. All right. <laughs> it's coming back,
1: baby.
2: That's why, that's why it's the longest show running on Netflix. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um Okay, so uh, police, police also knew that the body was moved, right? The... There was things that didn't add up. They knew that there was another crime scene, right? So they they were looking at like a dumped scene, a body dump. Um, basically what ended up happening was uh, Nancy was the victim and she was finally identified by her boss. Uh, police basically went to her place of work, showed her boss some pictures, and she was wearing... A South Boulevard Station shirt, and that's how he basically identified her. Um,
0: just a quick interjection here: yeah. I loved the sign for that restaurant that they showed. I don't know if it's the real one or just you know reactment version of it, but at the bottom of it, it said steak. Pasta, liquor.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like you're in Michigan. Three food groups. Yes. (laughs) You're in Michigan. What more do you need? You know?
0: (laughs) We've got it all steak, pasta, and liquor. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like you're not in Ohio anymore. Yeah.
3: You you get your veggies from the pasta. Yeah. (laughs) You get your fruit from the liquor. Yeah. Yes. And you get your protein from the steak.
2: Yeah. Steak, Pasta, liquor, stop being a pussy. Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if you get in a jam, eat your neighbor. A neighbor. Kelly, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So, um, basically, uh, Nancy's boss said that they were very worried for the last few days. She's actually had been missing work for the last two days. And like that never happened she never Mm. missed
3: work never ever
2: so um you know the boss was you know the i guess i guess the boss was like he wasn't like completely surprised you know it was sad very much but he kind of knew something shitty happened you know there's some people you know where it's like they're so flaky that you know something could happen to them and it will be like four four weeks later and they'll be like oh yeah uh mike is dead you know but you know just (laughs) and and it's it's because like it's he's like a guy who's like i'll be there you know and he's like oh i mixed missed your email text and you're like do you even know what you're talking about (laughs) typical mike yeah
0: mike uh yeah i guess that's a good reason not to be a total flake.
3: Yeah. So it people is.
0: actually are concerned when you go missing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I,
3: I know I told this story before, but you know, like go back to previous episodes about my friend White Moses that was like lost in a cave for 4 days. And oh, I worked damn. with him uh, in Tucson and everyone was like, "Where the fuck is Jeff?" Jeff, aka White Moses, and I was <laughs> like, "I I hope he's all right. He said he was going caving and no one else cared and then like as rescue crews were coming into the cave, he and his friend had made it out because they went caving with just like a flashlight and some cliff bars and then they got lost.
2: I never heard that story. Oh my god. <laughs> you, never, you never you never told that to me once.
3: Alright, well, like that, that's yeah. for another episode because we gotta keep trucking. A you.
0: horrifying story that's
2: like real life.
0: But I was
3: the, the only person that was worried about White Moses. I was like, oh, dude's alright. He said he was going caving for the first time. I mean,
2: was the guy a complete dick? Why weren't people working?
3: About him. No, no, no. He was super cool. He was just kind of like a laissez faire, like hippie type person. I
2: mean, I guess that was just a circle of friends who you were.
3: You Wait, He was with. a co worker, mind you. put
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, really good dude, though. He actually rescued a, a guitar of mine. Like so er yeah anyway whatever <laughs> lots of stories.
2: You know, a spelunking is fucking crazy. I it don't is. understand why people would do it. Like yeah. I get like
3: I did I, it when I was a kid.
2: I have a panic attack when I'm in an elevator and there's too many people in there. Like yeah. imagine a fucking cave. One of the scariest stories I ever heard was this guy went into a cave, this cave system, I think this was in Utah or Colorado. He went into this cave system, and he went through a route that was supposed to be called the birth canal. And the reason why it was called that is because it got really small, and then it Fuck. opened up, right? So he thought he was heading towards this uh, this, uh, birth canal, birth Canal, but he was in the wrong wrong, no. uh, what fork, right? So he ended up getting inverted, and he couldn't get out. Nope, 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 People, nope, people nope, found nope. him, but they couldn't get him out. So was just, he still he, alive? He, until he wasn't because they but, couldn't but get him out. But people
3: found him while he was still alive. Yeah,
2: but they couldn't get him out. It was that tight. And, uh, you know, all I'm saying is this is a PSA to like never go spelunking. It's stupid. There's fucking bats. There's bears. There's things that could kill you. The rocks. The, the It's a
3: place to die. Right? Have you ever watched the movie The Descent? Descent. Yeah,
2: exactly. If that, you know, if you see The Descent, and if you ever look up the story about Spelunking, and if you even look at a few pictures, and you go Spelunking,
3: I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah, we already told you. <laughs> yeah, we already told you what to look out for. Oh yeah. my god! Like, bear in yeah. mind that White Moses is barely barely alive today, just for that reason for going in there yeah. not knowing what he was doing.
2: Is he? Is he still Spel- Spelunky? Fuck no. Yeah, good. Good for him.
1: He,
0: he, he yeah. could be a friend of
2: mine now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: after that, he was like, "Fuck caves." Yeah. yeah. Basically, Fuck he caves. was like,
3: "That was one of the biggest mistakes I." Ever made. So dumb. <laughs> he was like, I almost died. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Never again. Well yeah. I'm glad he learned his lesson and was like, you know yeah. what? That's enough caving. That's enough spelunking for me.
3: Yeah, and this was in Arizona, mind you. So it was like those Arizona like huge caves. Carlsbad caverns as shit.
0: They have great caves there. I I fully recommend going on like a tour. Yeah. Just don't go off by yourself. I don't know. Yeah, with like just
3: like A couple flashlights and some cliff bars and like a bottle of water i don't
2: like underground people weren't meant to live under there like i don't even like the subway you know what about the
3: lizard people
2: (laughs) yeah i don't want to meet them (laughs) like like caving it it would be like synonymous to someone who's like hey there's this crazy new sport i want to try it's like so basically you light yourself on fire and then you put it out really fast. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and you're like, go fuck yourself. That's and It's stupid. called Hard flamers. Pass. Yeah, <laughs> flamers. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Do it once. You know, don't be you a don't pussy. You don't want to be a flamer? Yeah.
3: Everyone's got to be a flamer yeah. before they could really be a flamer. All
2: right.
3: Anyway.
2: Okay. That was, I, that was a fun rant.
3: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we did a good one. Uh, okay. I didn't ruin the show.
2: <laughs> Way to uh, go, guys yeah so anyway um so anyway uh the boss sees the shirt that nancy was wearing south boulevard station um identifies nancy's body you know and uh yeah that's basically how they found out that nancy was unfortunately deceased deceased
3: deceased
0: (laughs) poor nancy yeah poor nancy she was so nice to them nancy was awesome um, the least they could have done was give her the VCR. That's right? what I'm Just let her have the VCR. Yeah, right? And
3: maybe a copy or two of Ghostbusters one and two. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I guess like you know, Tim never never got the memo that about karma. He knows shit about karma.
1: <laughs>
2: um so yeah. So basically the boss was like, Yeah, I think that's uh Nancy. And they started asking questions and basically uh, the boss and uh, Nancy's co-workers were saying that Nancy was kind of on edge for the last couple of weeks because uh, you know this guy Tim was in her life right and um, they asked her where Nancy was staying and then Nancy said she stayed uh, or the boss said that she's staying with a friend named Carol Giles 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 Giles, Giles. 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 <laughs> and the police arrived at Carol's <laughs> and um asked carol uh when was the last time she saw nancy and carol said the last time i saw nancy was november 11th which was the immediately wrong thing to say Mm -hmm. because they had a witness who saw uh nancy on the 12th right so like immediately they were like you suck at this so we wanna
3: yeah just want to tell us again yeah (laughs)
2: So that's not what happened you know you want to tell us what happened you know you're you're looking it's getting pretty bad for you that she didn't start off with a, with a you know a home run there
3: yeah no, no, no. she started with like what would have been a bunt but yeah. she missed
2: you suck at avoiding murder charges <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, Yeah, so basically the police knew that she was lying because they had a witness that said uh, Nancy was at Carol's place on the 12th. Carol then immediately changes his story and said she might have seen her on November 13th around like 1 a.m. So uh, the police at that point noticed that Carol was acting very strange. She had a very strange demeanor. Um, you know, just very nervous, anxious, whatever, uh, you know, she kind of, she kind of seemed like a person who was like trying to like talk out of murder charges, you know, murder. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, Oh, here's a, here's a fun little fact. She never asked what they were doing there. I love when that happens. Like that's amazing, (laughs) you know? It's like yeah uh, that's
0: like that's bad mistake
2: oh my god i mean it's like once it's like i bet what happened was she like realized that she never asked and at that point she was like the jig is up like you can't she's like fuck you you don't pass go you don't collect 200 dollars. like that's that's <laughs> like you know
3: it's game over
2: yeah how to how to go get to away jail, with murder 101 to jail. yeah murder someone and get away with it for dummies you know that's that's the first chapter when the police come act surprised so uh,
1: <laughs>
2: they asked if they could search her home she said yes inside their home they found the matching floral sheet that Nancy's body was wrapped in
1: mm. several Not
2: good. syringes
1: mm. oh.
2: and at that point uh basically the police asked Carol to come down to the station because you know, I just want to talk to you some more. I want to, you know, I want so to. have go. a couple of quick
3: All questions. Right. Yeah, let's get, just wrap. Let's just wrap for
2: a little I bit. Want to, I want to get to know you. What's your favorite show? You know, what's what, what <laughs> You time, seem like a nice lady. Let's hang of out. What music do you listen to? What are your yeah, dreams? Did yeah, you kill the second, your husband? You know, stuff like
1: that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Second season of House was probably better than the first, but yeah, who knows? I get it. You know, uh, is, is that what Jesse liked, you know, before someone killed him? I don't know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, uh,. During the interview, Carol was very um, easygoing, cooperative. Another one of those funny words. Cooperative. Cooperative. Crop- Coop- crop- cooperative. 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 You no, know, sometimes my mouth just doesn't want to move the way I but want it to. But
3: cooperative seems like when you cut the bottom off a t-shirt and you have a crop top, it's a cooperative
2: Uh huh. You sound like it sounds like something you should sell on a, Amazon right away.
3: I already sell it in my Etsy store.
2: Nice. All right. Good. Because otherwise, that's a missed opportunity, my friend. (laughs)
1: Uh, So,
2: yeah, Nancy was really going. She was asking, uh, answering every question that the cops had. Uh, She told the police that basically she came home and she found Nancy and Tim arguing in the basement about the stolen VCR. You know, it's it's pretty fitting that like there's a vcr in this story because like now anytime i see like a vhs tape i'm like there's either someone fucking or someone getting murdered on that tape
3: (laughs) right or it's a copy of like ghost dad with bill cosby which might be both
2: possibly but like i i once was uh this was in, in la and um my he wasn't even really a friend of mine he was kind of acquaintance but he, like this was like right before I left and he like booked me on the show and the show was in his living room oh no <laughs> yeah it, this was the moment I was like this is over for you
1: <laughs> 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 go
2: go home um, but anyway so I, I came in and I'm like oh, okay this is an interesting venue it's like yeah this is like my life and I was like oh Jesus and um, and and he had like a full he had like a full-on mic and speaker system and i'm like dear lord okay but anyway i like for whatever reason i had to like bend down i think i dropped something and i look underneath his couch and it's a blank vhs tape oh no and i'm like yeah and i'm like okay you're a fucking serial killer there's like no way <laughs> you're like, never I'm murdered anyone. i'm gonna die yeah Fortunately, there was a lot of people there, but I was like that was th- I that was like w- w- with absolutely no irony whatsoever I was like you're fucked up. You killed someone
1: <laughs>
2: You killed someone and you taped it and that is a souvenir You know that that is something you could remember and jerk off to later. Yeah, it's they
0: especially like- uh It's especially scary that it was just under the couch mm mm-hmm. like- hiding hiding
3: under the couch just waiting for you to find it
2: one of my favorite horror anthologies
3: is uh the vhs series yeah oh i great. love that series yeah. yeah 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 big fan comes highly recommended mm-hmm. all of them are really good
2: 100 percent. so um tim so basically uh what carol says to the police is that tim was basically interrogating nancy uh she said that tim had nancy tied to the bed with nylons and was basically beating the shit out of her. Ugh. At one point, uh, he continued to beat her while she had a bleach-soaked towel on her face.
1: Uh-huh. So, fuck. Yeah,
2: this was just terrible. And um, so, what she said was, Carol walked into the basement, saw what was happening. Tim then pointed a gun at Carol and was like, "Get the fuck upstairs." Uh, so she went upstairs. And she was scared for her life a few minutes later Tim came upstairs and basically was like I know Nancy stole that VCR so that was basically Carol's story the fucking VCR yeah okay so um yeah basically Nancy uh, told the police uh, that um I mean shit Carol told the police that when Tim came upstairs uh, she basically knew that Nancy was dead at that point and she was scared for her life and that's why, you know, she didn't say anything. She was afraid to be next. Uh, then Carol proceeds to give the police a mountain of evidence. Uh, just like, basically, you know how, like, there's some like cases where they're like, we don't have any physical evidence. You know, it's all, like, you know, circumstantial. circumstantial. Well, mm-hmm. imagine the opposite of that. That's what this case was. It was just, it was just like a ton of evidence. <laughs> It, it, you know there the was, sheet yeah there was like a letter by tim who was like i tortured and killed you know Nancy a couple of days ago crazy here's, a, here's yeah. some photos yeah here's some photos here's a videotape hey you know what i'm gonna kill someone else on thursday you want to be there so uh a warrant was obtained and they searched his home and a gun was found as well as a blood, blood soaked mattress in the attic mm. and uh you know a that along with the um floral pattern
3: sheet sheet that comforter or whatever com- yeah, yeah
2: that nancy was uh wrapped in and uh you know everything else that happened so uh tim was arrested at 4 a.m on november 15th now during his interrogation uh he shut the fuck up
3: uh oh yeah yeah he clammed up like uh
2: like a like a clam
3: like a clam (laughs) or an oyster maybe
2: yeah yeah he he clammed up like a like a a thing that clamps up a small clam he clammed up like a you know something that you would use a metaphor that clamps up an (laughs) unopened clam yeah um yeah
3: he's delicious
2: (laughs) he said one thing though he he denied killing nancy um, but not in a very convincing way.
3: He's like, no, nah, I didn't kill that bitch. Yeah. He was like, he's <laughs> like, why would I, why
2: would I kill her? You know? And the, and the detective in the show was like, that's what, that's when we knew that's when we were like a hundred percent certain. That he killed her. <laughs> yeah. You know, who says that, you know, who just like calmly goes, nah, nah, I didn't do it. Like, that's insane. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, so basically the police told Tim that, uh, carol was the one who basically ratted him out uh when the detective asked why his girlfriend carol would make a statement saying that he killed nancy this is tim's reply tim said i would like to hear her say that in court i mean talk about just (laughs) confidence like this guy
3: he's rolling hard
2: this guy should be some type of like you know, confidence, new age guru. If he wasn't a psycho, you know, but just like he, he was just positive. It was all just gonna work out. Like, I mean, look, the, guy, the guy's crazy. He's a, you know, a fucking murderer, psycho. It's awful. He's go, he's, you know, when he dies, he's going to hell. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I'm just saying,
3: except that hell you, is real.
2: You gotta give credit where credit is due. And like yep. this guy, <laughs> this guy showed. The guy had confidence. The guy showed, you know calm under pressure like he nothing got to
3: this dude he was as cool as a cucumber salad yeah exactly um by the way I love cucumber salad
2: yeah I mean I like it too yeah what's a cucumber salad salad made out of cucumbers yeah sometimes it
3: has onions and tomatoes in it Mm -hmm. sounds good yeah yeah Yeah, it's very crisp it's a good summer salad
2: Mm
0: -hmm. nice yeah maybe some celery in there Mm -hmm.
3: black pepper yeah yeah
2: yeah, I mean, talk about delicious. Alright, so uh, that night, Carol was, uh driven to a um, b- battered woman's shelter. You know, the police at this point thought Carol was uh, a victim. Uh, before she left, though, uh, the police let her see Tim, right? And uh, based on kind of what she said Tim knew something was off like it was kind of weird you know she was like I'm sorry my what yeah it's like <laughs> yeah I mean as she basically was like threw you under the bus because I don't know what to do so bye sorry never should have happened Um. so anyway later on that day Tim discovered that Carol wasn't in jail Carol was at the shelter right and that's when it clicked for tim who was like okay this this b word ratted me out right this, this b c word ratted How me out
1: dare she this bunt. this itch
2: or this kitch. bish bish yeah my this, bish yeah this this no good harlot <laughs> ratted me out
3: hey Osa, is bish politically correct
2: sure yeah i mean any kendrick any, says
3: it so i'm sure bish. it's
2: fine i mean any any, bish? any gibberish you come up with is politically correct because it's, it's made up by you that's how that's how make-believe works <laughs> all right so uh later on that day um yeah tim discovers that carol hadn't been in jail and that's when tim's like i'm not well he was like i'm going down but I'm gonna bring her down with me.
0: I am gonna fucking yeah. rat on her because she yeah. rat on she was ratting on me. Yeah. So S-
2: snitches get stitches. Yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, I'm not siding with either of these two monsters, but I mean that's how I would feel as well. You know. Totally. Yeah. One hundred percent. Oh yeah.
0: Be like, you know? bitch! I thought we had a deal here. Yeah. You
2: ratted yeah. me out. Yeah. Like, you but know, I'm gonna show you how it feels. If if. Either of you commit a murder with me, we're either both going to get away with it, or we're both going down. That's how it happens. Yeah,
3: for sure. I'm going to
2: make think? you sign a paper. First
0: off, <laughs> well,
3: first uh, mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, Um,
2: hey, don't. Uh, I, I would never do a murder with you, Nick. Maybe Osa. Like, I could see Osa being okay. At it. Like, okay. I feel like yeah. I would
3: be the victim of said murder.
2: No, we would never. No, you know, it's, we it's, would never. It's, 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 it, that would be like walking into like a. I don't know, like, killing a bunch of, like, babies in the neonatal program, you know, while there's, like, sleeping in their crib, you know, bam, bam.
3: Oh, I am a heavy sleeper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 um, no, I mean, you know, I don't, I would never kill anyone. Yeah. You heard it here first. Love yeah. is amazing. Aaron would, Aaron Black would never kill anyone.
3: Yeah, I don't think I'd kill anyone... Unless it was like in a self defense situation if somebody was like coming at me, coming at me with like double machetes. Yeah,
2: that's okay. What if there's just one machete?
3: <laughs> then maybe I, I couldn't defend that in court. But if they had two machetes and they were coming at me, then like I think
2: what about a butter knife? What about a guitar made out of butter knives?
3: <laughs> that sounds awesome. What about
2: what about a radio clock?
3: Radio clock maybe. Yeah,
2: what about what a what about a mac book air all right whatever what about um, a
3: microphone in your hand Aaron? Yeah. what about a t-shirt with a wolf on it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like saying things that he sees behind me
2: <laughs> i mean you know it's like anything anything could be a deadly weapon right you know this pillow you could you know? yeah you could suffocate someone with 100 you know so, so i mean
3: them. you know mm-hmm.
2: the, what they come out you if i think is irrelevant if their intent is to kill you so anyway uh basically tim tells the police that nancy should be in jail because she was a willing participant in nancy's death and killed her husband Jesse shocker on the next all my children all right I'm pregnant so uh, (laughs) shocker
3: shocker
2: that's the shocker all right well close enough shocker (laughs) Uh, Tim told the police (laughs) that a few months earlier uh, Carol basically told him that she had a friend that wanted her husband dead, and that she wanted to make it look like he died of natural causes. Now, Tim suggested putting heroin in this person's insulin, right? However, he knew that it wasn't a friend, you know? Like, it's so funny that that's how she came at him. Like, uh, you're having an affair with a woman who wants her husband dead and then that woman comes in and goes so i have a friend who's having an affair with a guy named tim <laughs> <laughs> tom i and, uh, <laughs> and uh this friend wants the husband dead so she could have tim all to her uh, i mean tom yeah <laughs> it's just like you know it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna murder someone, go all the way with it, you know, don't half ass it, you know. I have a friend. No, you don't. But you know, Tim knew that. Tim was like, You don't have a friend, you're talking about yourself. Stop the shenanigans. What are <laughs> what are we playing, like Pictionary, you know? Yeah, right. You know, one word, two syllables. Just mm-hmm, tell me who you mm-hmm. want to kill.
3: All right. So I think you're thinking of different games, but I see where you're going. Pick- oh, yeah, I guess I am. So anyway, um <laughs> Uh, oh, charades is what you charades. Would think. Yes, yes. Dictionary yes. right, yeah. is the one where you draw shit.
2: Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, she drew a knife inside a dude. Do so.
3: <laughs> you remember that Simpsons where they're playing like charades and it's like where Milhouse's parents get divorced and like Millhouse's <sighs> dad is like drawing the thing on there and he's like, "What's this supposed to be?" And it's just a bunch of dots and lines. And then they run out of time and he's like, it's dignity. It's dignity. Cause I never get dignity in my marriage. <laughs>
2: I don't remember that, but I bet it was a funny episode. It was, it's a classic. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, Tim knew that Carol was talking about, uh, Jesse. Uh, he got the heroin. He basically gave her a step-by-step on how to inject him with heroin, uh, and make it look like insulin. Um, and uh, basically, the reason why this happened was like, you know, if Carol wanted to divorce Jesse, uh, apparently she would get nothing, right? So that just wasn't an option for her because, you know, uh, she didn't want nothing. She, she needed something. She wanted something. more than nothing. She yeah. wanted something.
3: Ladies be shopping.
2: Um, <laughs> and she's a monster. So uh, those two things combined led to the logical conclusion in her mind. To kill Jesse. Sadly, Jesse died a slow, painful death, which is a bummer. You know, you would think like heroin, like the first thing you would think is like, well, right, you know, at least maybe he like went out like being super high. Yeah, just chill. It. But um, that's that's not what they said. <laughs> okay.
1: No. Anyway. There,
2: <laughs> br- bringing it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> there was this. Uh, the, there was this like news segment about this dude who wanted to die in Nevada like he was on death row and like really wanted to die he was like kill me please and they yeah. just wouldn't kill him and during the interview like uh, the interviewer was like what do you think about this whole thing about like you know fentanyl then possibly using fentanyl and he was like I think that's fucking awesome you know <laughs> shoot me up with fentanyl it's killing everybody everywhere. anyway you know give me fentanyl I'll take it right now. Did you smuggle any fentanyl in your ass? I will put it in my body. You know? Uh, he ended up hanging himself. Anyway. No shocker there. Mm-hmm.
3: Not quite fentanyl, though.
2: It's just funny. Like, you know, with the justice system, it's like, we're always—they're always they're always going to do what you don't want. Do you want to die? Then you're going to stay in prison alive. Right. You know? Um, so anyway, the police... Uh, so Jesse died of heart attack. The police ended up notifying Tamiko who's Jesse's daughter. And um, they basically asked her if it's okay if we exhume Jesse's body. She said yes. Jesse's body was exhumed November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. And sure enough, after testing it, there was traces of heroin.
0: That's always some like crazy shit when they have to exhume a body. I know.
2: Like did you ever watch autopsy on HBO?
3: Mm-hmm. only parts one through three because yeah. they made like eight of them right
2: i used to love that show but like every other case was and you know they had to exhume somebody for something it was there was a lot of poisoning on there it was weird it's because i i was i always watched it because i was waiting for real sex to come on you know so i was like
1: <laughs> I, I, that's
2: the only reason you know it just happened to be on right before real sex so i was like okay whatever you know and um Maybe that's why, maybe this is what, where this, like, true crime kind of obsession came from. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, being my own fucking psychiatrist
3: here. You no, know, so, we're, we're here to talk this through with you. No, you're not. <laughs> Love is
2: amazing
0: therapy session. Yeah.
2: So, uh, Carol and Tim were both arrested. Uh, when Carol was confronted with all this evidence, she basically... Immediately broke down and and confessed to everything. I think her quote was, "I can't believe I killed Jesse." Clearly, she did not have a lawyer next to her.
1: The lawyer would be like, "No, no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 lie for longer (laughs) you know
3: you've Uh, already been lying (laughs)
2: yeah so um during the investigation it was revealed that tim and carol killed nancy because they believed nancy overheard a conversation between carol and tim
3: tim yeah on on the telephone like she was speaking in her bedroom right yeah to tim
2: yeah carol and tim had been on the phone while he was away in California. And during their conversation, Carol's door was open. And she said the words, I'm the one who killed Jesse. Now, she wasn't sure if anybody heard that. Mm-hmm. But she got paranoid enough to, like, kind of freak out about it. And basically, this paranoia uh, kind of spread to Tim.
3: Yeah, and it kind of consumed the both of them.
2: Odds are, based on, like, her friends and family, Nancy didn't hear anything. Most likely. If, like, based on her friends and family, if Nancy heard anything, she would have gone immediately to the police, which she didn't. So, it's one of those things where it's like, he didn't even have to fucking do anything. She didn't hear anything, you know? They fucked themselves over
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: And, um you know and basically tim and carol planned everything out they attacked nancy uh when she came home and so that... wait this wasn't about a vcr player it was <laughs> not it
3: was not about the vcr
2: you know i don't think any, i don't think they even had a vcr to begin with like wow.
3: yeah, yeah VCR that was, was just a lie. red herring yeah <laughs> dude like you could watch movies like on in your home and on not LaserDisc. i don't get
2: it <laughs> laser um, disc yeah, so, so basically what happened was Nancy came home. Uh, you know, uh, Tim and Carol jumped her. Uh, Tim beat her. Th- this part's awful. Carol injected her with battery acid. Fuck.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, that and, part is fucked up. Yeah,
2: and um, basically Nancy Nancy's cause of death was asphyxiation. She choked on her own blood. Uh. I mean, and it, it's just like, I mean, you know, they never... Even intended for her to live, so why would you torture her? right? I mean, uh, right. you don't want anyone to die, but if you if your plan is to like not let her live anyway, I, I don't know
3: yeah, no, no no. These yeah. people
2: were incredibly sick. They very were sick people.
0: diabolic. Yeah.
2: I'm going to take the controversial stand and say this: Tim was not a cool dude.
3: No, no. Tim wasn't was very a very cool sick guy. At all.
2: You know what? I'm going to even get more out there. You know, don't tell anyone. This is super controversial, but so is Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, think, they were you bad people. You know, Aaron, people.
0: I think I agree with you. Mm. All right.
2: Snaps. Well, yeah. We're, I mean, we'll probably be in the minority.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Isn't it so funny when people, like, take... They, they like, make these statements, like it's controversial, and, and then you're like, everyone thinks that. You know? Like, <laughs> like uh... You know, like, uh, King is like, I'll say it, you know, fuck rape. Rape is bad. And, and we just it's like, every, no one thinks it's good. You know, why do you keep on saying this? You're right. like, I'm, I'm an advocate for not raping people. Every, you know, it's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. They then disposed of Carol's body while the kids were at school. Um. Carol and Tim were both charged with first-degree murder Whoop. Uh, of Jesse and Nancy. Uh, they were tried together uh, with separate juries. Carol testified and admitted to everything. Like, I, she actually testified. She testified in her own defense only to admit to everything. Like, that wow. must have been a funny conversation with her lawyer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know her lawyer's just like, like what you... the
2: fuck man
0: yeah
3: her lawyer's like what am i even doing <laughs> yeah. here yeah you're
2: making me look pretty
0: fucking i just feel bad, bad right for now. that yeah. lawyer that must have been like so stressful They're, they must have been like on the edge of having an aneurysm i i really
2: <laughs> hope he was a guy who couldn't keep like a straight poker face so so like the prosecutor would be like you know did you murder your husband and she was like yes and the prosecutor was like like, throws <laughs> up a bunch of papers and walks out. He just walks uh, out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they were both sentenced to two consecutive life terms without the possibility of parole. Good. And, yeah, Ooh. that's it. That's, um...
3: Yeah, and I think we hit it. We totally hit it. Uh, plugs? Anyone?
2: No. No. I'm, um... Uh, i'm planning on doing a new podcast I'm oh
3: yeah to, tell us about that one i'm gonna call it
2: uh the things i want to talk about podcast mm. because
0: what's okay, it gonna be about so like i'm you're allowed to start another podcast but i'm not
2: i was joking i told you i was saying
0: <laughs> after that whole entire rant
3: i was like
2: i'm just kidding obviously <laughs> well you were so just... anti-me
3: starting burgundy boys <laughs>
2: No, it wasn't. I never said a thing about that.
3: Yeah, well, it never happened. You guys
2: <laughs> jumped
0: down my throat about my podcast, so now I'm going to do it to you, Aaron. In How fun. dare
2: you? In good fun. How
0: dare I you start? that you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> you're. Yeah.
2: Well, don't worry because it's uh, it's a uh, it's 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 not easy by yourself like i was i, was, I would imagine that yeah. would be kind of weird i like make jokes and then like nothing happens and i'm like oh, fuck and then i just delete the whole thing you know it's yeah. like 15 minutes you know just deleted because i like one joke in my mind bomb but it course it bomb because i'm not saying it to anyone i'm a psycho <laughs>
3: <But> anyway uh <laughs> that being said uh hey we love everyone love is amazing yeah and peace
0: love peace is amazing goodbye Oh, bye Love is amazing But it's also bullshit And it might also get
1: you murdered